This is the Grouse House Podcast. Happy 15th of September. 15th of September is a very special day because it's the second round of the finals. We're going to get stuck into it. Bounce that pill. Coming to you live from London, England, the home of King Charles, our Lord and King. Yeah. With sausage fingers. Um, have you top five things about London? Go. Top five things about London. The chicken is the best here in the world. Really? Yeah. Don't order beef. That's my lesson when you I say, When you say the chicken is the best you've ever had, yeah. what have you eaten since you arrived at this hotel? Chicken. Where from? KFC. Do you think (laughs) genuinely is the best marker of what good chicken is? No, so let me go a bit deeper then. I'm not talking about like walk into any pub and get a palmer or whatever. I'm talking like if you go to any random chicken shop here, whether it's a Nando's ripoff, whether it's Nando's, whether it's KFC, whether it's a KFC ripoff, and there's thousands of them, it's always great. If you walk into like some... Calm down. No, no, no. I'm angry. I'm I'm upset with you for trying to... Calm down. Destroy my argument. Um, <laughs> hey, so if you go to any random corner shop here mm-hmm. and get like a cheeseburger, mm. you're gone, mate. Like it's going to be shit. Like there's no way. You go into a random shop and get a sandwich, it's going to be shit. You go to any random shop in London and get chicken, it's good. That's it's good. always good. So that's one. Well, yeah. Okay, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, two. but that's all I've got, really. I, uh, everything else sucks about London, really. <laughs> I'm joking. I love it here. It's fine. Uh, great it's public fine. transport. Do you know what? Do you know what it's really? It's, you know what it's number one in the world for? What's it number one in the world for? London is number one in the world for that cousin or sister or sister-in-law or brother-in-law of yours who doesn't like Melbourne, so moved here. Yes, yeah, and they yeah, live yeah. here and kind of work here, and you're like, why? What? What are you doing? I'm like, well, I work at a bar here, and you're like, well, why? Why is this yeah, better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this is better? Yeah, totally. No, I, I think it's um, number it's, one for Australian coming up here for some strange reason. Yeah, I like to visit here as a tourist, but like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I would love to live here. What they do have more of than uh, our great home where we are from, Melbourne, is the American. Why I love to come to London is the yeah. American chain Starbucks. Oh, yeah, I love Starbucks. So we're at a hotel where there's a Starbucks adjacent, and uh, I got two drinks. I thought you could choose which one you want. Okay. But you spilled one all over my hotel floor, Britain. We, we all make mistakes. <laughs> you know, it was a footy act. Yeah, it was. I think there's more it's Starbucks than the coffee here than was a footy America. act. Um, okay, here's the first option. Okay. Okay, actually, I'll read the second one. Did you read that? No, I didn't. This is this is this the first option I okay. got in Melbourne. We value coffee, yeah, we, we, and we're classier people than wherever you're listening, wherever you're from. Yeah, we're classier yeah, yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, this this is we don't do this usually. So I went and got two of the most fucked drinks imaginable. Sure. This is one sugary drink, Tom. You can't have any more. Okay, great. This is a Grande Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew. All right. Okay. So this is kind of normal. Yeah. It's just got the seasoning of pumpkin. So I've ne- I've often wondered, I've I've often considered getting a pumpkin thing from Starbucks. Yeah. But I've never done it. Yeah. Because I'm I always get that I'm like, nah, that's too effed up. Yeah, well, uh, this is this, this is could be uh, an this is tax deductible is the main reason I bought these. <laughs> I can deduct them on tax. All right, next one. Uh this is, you know. Okay. This is the favorite in my mind. Okay. This is a grande clotted cream fudge cold brew. Oh, yeah. That's the one I want to try. <laughs> Look, I thought that would be the case. Yeah. So, so you spilt it on the floor. Yeah. It was a footy act. <laughs> and I, uh, But I wanted the pumpkin one too. So Tom's taking a little drink. He's, put, he's, uh, he's taking a drink of the clotted cream fudge coffee. And nothing mm. says good coffee like needing to put clotted cream and fudge <laughs> into it. Um, I love myself a, a sugary lolly coffee. And this is gorgeous. I love this. And I've just had a sip of the pumpkin spice and it's real Christmassy. It's really fun. It doesn't taste like pumpkin. It's the seasoning, I guess, Americans put on pumpkin. So like cinnamon. Yeah, all that shit. All that shit. Brandy, fruity. Yeah, it's cinnamony. It's uh, seasoned. It's Christmassy. Um, but that's it. Hey, Tom, let's talk about the footy. Hit okay. that sting. 
I uh, I want to talk about we we misstepped last week and we, we potentially went too far with some stuff. Oh no! And this is a huge lesson for me: is we got feedback in droves about some of the comments I made mm-hmm. that kind of embarrassed me and made me realise that I was in the wrong. Yeah. So we talked at length about the Telstra ad yeah. and how the Telstra ad was great Australian AFL content yeah. and how good it was that uh, the uh, Telstra was leaning in, how great, I was happy that I was paying $10 more than I probably should pay a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said things to this extent. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I get some feedback from all of you at home. The truth is the Telstra are liars mm. and are worse than Stalin. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. They made an ad. If you didn't, if you don't know it, go and look it up. It's the Telstra. It's footy country ad. Yeah, country footy, footy country. It's a town that the town's bus breaks down. Also, a plot hole that someone pointed out to me. Yeah, is the town the footy players are going to the final? Their bus breaks down. Yeah, they've come from their town. They're going to. The town of the game. Right, I see. Yeah, they yeah, ring yeah. the lady back in town. They're like, we can't make it. So she gets together a ramshackle, motley crew yeah. of people from the town to go and play in the grand final because the boys can't make it. Their bus broke down. Yeah. They would have gone past them on the way. Yeah, they could have just swapped cars and... They could have gone them a tyre. They could have gone them in cars. Or maybe, like, yeah, it's supposed to be a home game and they've just stuffed up the, you know, the whole... Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a home game, right? And they've just stuffed it up royally. Why would they be on a bus? Exactly, that's what I mean. There's plot holes everywhere, so there's yeah. one. And I didn't see this because I had rose-coloured glasses on. And at the time, I thought I was looking at an organisation, Telstra, who I could trust and who were good. Yeah. Um, what I know now is that they are um, up there with some of the most evil people in the world. Yeah, they, they should have had the busload of the football team like die and burn in a fire instead so then they had to get like the locals together. Yeah, that yeah. That would have worked better That's That's the first draft. Yeah. The guy from the guy from uh, Round the Twist just dead. Mm. That that would have worked Goxie, better narratively. At Goxie least. dead. Dead, sadly. A dead, dead Goxie. Yeah. We don't want that, but you know, he, no, uh, no, Goxie, it's, Goxie, it's all Goxie playing dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind Goxie playing dead. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you're like, wow. They've made a great footy ad. Yeah. You were offended that they used Darude Sandstorm? Yeah, no, I, I didn't think it fit with the theme of the thing. If you asked me to compose for that ad, which they should have, yeah. I would have done something country, something Australian, something, you know, that's that, you, that we're not, the No memes, no Australian memes. Uh, yeah, we couldn't come up with one, could we? No. I've had a whole week to think about it and I couldn't come up with one. Anyway, so I'm like, wow, they've made this ad. Finally, a bit of Australian identity in advertising. <laughs> And then I get a message from a bunch of people who come across NRL coverage mm. or they live in northern states, mm-hmm. Queensland, yep. New South Wales, yep. the ACT, mm. saying, Broden, this ad has been repurposed in NRL country to be an NRL ad, which is fake, right? Because it were like, clearly it's an AFL game that they're yep. playing, right? Yep. They're playing Aussie rules. But in northern countries, northern states, they turn it into a rugby ad and call it This Is Footy Country. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now, here's what I'm going to say, right? I'm calling for all of you out there to go and remove all the towers, that all the Telstra towers in Australia as, 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 an, as an act of protest. Yeah. Take down those towers. Mm. Because this cannot stand. And also Optus ones. Take yeah. down Optus and Vodafone ones. Yeah. Because I've had enough of the lies. I can't believe it. They're disgraceful. They charge me too much, $10 more, which is too much to pay. Mm. Their coverage is outstanding. I can't lie about that. I've never been out of service. No, no, And my partner's from Warnable, right? Yeah, yeah. When you go down there, you can watch high, you can stream shit the whole way there. Not 5G, but probably 4G. But they're liars, and I'm calling for the resignation of their CEO. Yeah, what, what, what did the marketing department think would happen when they found out that they hoodwinked us all. 
they would be like, got them. We got these idiots. Do you reckon? We got these idiots. So the CEO of Telstra is uh, Vicky Brady. Mm-hmm. She was announced as the CEO, Chief Executive Officer on September 1st, 2022. Mm. Final series. She came in for the finals. She's yep. been there for a year. You made Broden look like a fool. And, and while you're there, say thank you for delivering like 5% dividends or whatever, you know. Vicky's Do you have Telstra shares? Delivered. No, I don't. But I assume because they've done that for 100 years that Telstra's delivering it's a, a, it's, a, a, a it's, standard dividend. It's, it's safe they're safe stock it's a it's a safe blue chip so while you're there thank you vicky for the for the dividend and then move on to you would say in australia it's telstra it's Qantas. what else is it it's probably the you know the big two supermarket which we love which we love here um probably i hate to say this on the pod because i would never buy shares in them but bhp is probably a blue chip um yeah been delivering year um, very strong dividends year after year after year you'd say uh west farmers would be a blue chip yeah um but listen <laughs> shut up now <laughs> the telstra telstra you are banned from the podcast yeah unless you want to sponsor us in, in which, which case, case. Hey, come down. We love you guys. We already talked last week, but listen to last week. We yeah. talked about your ads. And BHP, if you want to sponsor the podcast. Yo, we're so up for we're <laughs> so up for supporting the most fucking evil organization in the country and that's saying so. We are up for it. If you want to give us like some free t shirts and yeah. that's that'd be really good. All right, hit it. Time for tipping. 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 We don't do the tipping anymore, but people miss the tipping sting. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even think about it last week, to be honest. Like, yeah. People were very upset. Well, it's not officially the AFL tipping season anymore. Obviously, no. we are doing quietly for the time being doing AFLW tipping. Yeah. We're doing that every week. But when the, when the footy, when the men's is done, we'll hop over and, and spend some time there. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later as well. But I think we should still tip finals games. I think so too, because we did sort For the of love of it. We did sort of tip last week. Well, we previewed the games and then we said who we thought would win. Which hey, that's no, that's sort the of definition tipping. of tipping. <laughs> yeah, but so, we're not making any. You know, what are you looking for? For daddy's phone, so we can look at who's playing. You guys who. stop calling yourself daddy. I beg you. <laughs> I beg you. All right. So the first game happens tonight, right? Yeah. It's the Melbourne Football Club. Uh, based out of Melbourne, yeah. the oldest club in Australia and one of the oldest clubs in the world. Yeah. Creators of the game, they wrote the rules on the game. Oh, did they? They did. Well done. Uh, versus the Carlton Blues, who I think are an expansion club <laughs> who just came in in the last few years. They've got Generally, the most flags, right? They go on about it. I don't know. I think that's what they go on about. Well, look it up for I me. I will. If they do, my thing would be what who cares yeah no that's where i'm at like you've been mediocre the entire time i've ever watched you yeah in the in in the world of tom yeah you're losers you're but, the worst team that's ever which is played. that's you know that's not saying you're losers just in the world of tom so essendon's got 16 and carlton's got 16 apparently there you go yeah since 1897 or whatever it is and then collingwood's got 15 how's how many's melbourne has 13 yeah, Ruby. you know nothing to sneeze at no how many's Gold Coast Suns got? Uh, a couple. Well, not even a VFL one, but we're looking strong for the VFL you one got, this year. You got the Damien Hardwick Cup, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So Melbourne have had a very busy week, mm. but are ready to go. Yeah. As are the Carlton Blues. They play finals football. They put away the Sydney Swans. Yeah. This game is a sold out, folks. Don't even consider getting a ticket. Unless you're a member, in which case you should show yeah, up. Yeah, just right? rock up. Yeah, see yeah. what's up. <laughs> just see what's there. <laughs> but can I tell you on these days, as an MCC member, yeah, um, the worst, it's like going uh, Christmas shopping at about 4 p.m. on Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, right. It's not a great place to be. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You know what, though? It's actually, in some ways, it's good because what happens in the MCC is a lot of like private school dudes just go there to have drinks on Friday. Yeah, totally, totally. So you yeah. just have people who have no interest in the football using it as a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, they're really cool. Yeah. Uh, but on the game like this, it's like everyone's there to see the football. Yes. But it's going to be tense. It's going to be absolutely tense. What are the ins, Tom? So in for Melbourne, we have Adam Tomlinson, Charlie Spargo, and James Jordan. Three very solid ins, I must say. I disagree with you. Uh, JVR's I'm not happy well. about any of those ins. And Michael Hibbard's out as well. So big outs, but I think they're solid ins. Michael Hibbard's strange, right? Mm. So last week, he clearly, he played. 
Yes. But then he went, maybe he played that game and went, hey, I don't think I should be playing. I I know you love him, Broden, and I used to love him as well. I used to have him in Supercoach quite often when he played for Essendon. I didn't think he was very good from my eye. Maybe he's just behind. He's a bit. They. They. It, maybe he walked up and said, "Hey, I think I don't think I should play anymore." It looked like his, the players he was responsible were out running him, yeah. not not outworking him because he's a workhorse. But I think they were too fast for him. There's it, yeah. the big ins, right? Adam Tomlinson. I'm not wrapped by any of those ins. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think they're all solid. It's good that it's like you're not having to debut anyone or anything. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's they're a big solid game, contributors. Though. We're definitely behind the eight ball here. And here's the Blues got in. Oh, yeah. Their outs and ins are even worse, I think. So they've got... They've lost Jack Martin, obviously, for one week. Yeah, and Harry McKay's out as well, so that's a big Mackay. loss. Mackay. sorry. Um, and Matt Kennedy's in. That's all right. Yeah. What happened to Mackay? I don't know. What's the reason for his omission? It says injured. Okay, well, he's injured then. Yeah, I guess that's when I that's said... That's all you need to say. Yeah, that's all you need to Maybe say. Maybe his dick fell off. Who knows? Yeah, but I didn't notice in like the game or anything last week. <laughs> so what just happened is Tom just searched on Twitter, Harry Mackay, and then the first thing that came up, this is genuine... Was a bot like you know how Twitter is just the worst place in the world? Just yeah. just a sec, uh, just a porno came up, but like a very full on. When one. he searched Harry Mackay, a really full on porno too. I was like, oh my god. Yes. So, in conclusion, <laughs> he's injured. He's injured. What are we going to do about this game? Who's going to win? So I think uh, I think the Blues are definitely have the momentum. I think D's are the better team, the more experienced team. And yeah, the better team on paper. And I think if if the D's lose this game, they'll they'll I'll, I'll yeah go on. That that is a disaster. I'm sorry, Broden, but that's a disaster. Yeah. Um, and all your play, uh, all your fans should be very upset, and the football department should have it be having a big long look at themselves. I think. Do you know what would happen if we lost this game? Mm. Um, in, internally at the Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. Do you know what would happen? Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> because internally, I reckon the Melbourne Football Club is happy to just be selling lots of tickets and making yeah, lots of money. Totally, and great players and really, yeah, like they're a like, good public be, face. And they're like, it would be nice to win a flag, but we're quite complacent. Yes. As a club, like, deep, we'll always say that it's not good enough, but they will do, you will, you will never see Melbourne do anything about it. Yeah, but I think all you, you diehards will just lose your fucking nut, I imagine. Like, you'd be very disappointed, I imagine. Yeah, 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 I would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I'll say, though, is Max Gorn has a broken toe. Yeah. I thought he was going to miss. I got fooled by your brother. you got to explain that, Tom. This is a podcast. <laughs> so Mitch jumped in the group chat and said that um, Gorn, uh, Gorn was missing. Like a, a fake Twitter thing that said Gorn was going to be out. And I believed it. Yeah. No, that's not true. He'll be playing. Talk about the Blues, though. How important is Jack Martin to them? Not that important. 50% important. 100% important. As like a huge Jack Martin fan of the past and someone who I thought would be, you know, something really, someone really special, I think it doesn't matter. He in played well against the D's last time, I'll tell you that much. He, uh, he is a, you know, a, a player. Harry Mackay is probably a bigger loss. Yes, I think so. But think- they've played, they played arguably better without him when he was out, yeah, surely? Yeah, 100% they did. Like, and Kerner was just, went to another level. I think Jack Martin is a special moments player, but he's not a special game player. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's but you need that. That's that's yeah, every team needs a bit of that. Sure, like it's handy to have. You'd love to have as like your your eighteen to twenty two full of like special moments players. But if they just bring in someone solid, I think they'll be better off. Do you know what I'd be asking for? And this is uh, the opposite of what the AFL would be hoping for. Mm. Is um, Collingwood to win this game? No, uh, <laughs> I, they what they what they want? Yeah, is a tight, great viewing game. What I would love is the most wet noodle. <laughs> flat track game whether we win or they win just yeah. just boring yeah. I can't take it anymore I'm sick of this uh, this intensity of the finals why can't it have the energy of round two you know yeah, yeah, yeah. where I'm like looking at my phone a bit I'm not really that interested so you're saying you're happy to lose as long as there's no like Petrarca goals after the siren I'm not happy like, to lose no but like if you lose and it's you lose then you'll accept that but you're not going to accept any crazy um, no. Park stuff, any crazy umpiring stuff. No, none of that stuff. shit. I don't want to walk out of and go, we've been Concussions, rocked. none yeah, of that yeah. stuff. Like, you just want a fair game, and if you lose, so be it. Chicken soup. I want a chicken soup AFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. Delicious. I, deep down in my tum-tum, mm-hmm. think we're going to win this. I, I think so too, yeah. 
deep down in my gullet. Uh, and I think it can be a season-defining win. I'm, yeah. I said it last week. I'll say it again. I still feel immensely confident about the Ds. Really, really confident. Don't mm-hmm. want to say too much about it. But then the Blues, like, I think, I think Blues fans would be really upset with a loss because they've built it up to say yeah. that we can win the flag. We yeah. can take. We can take home the flag. But, um, yeah, the. the uh, they, I think if they lost here as well, it, it would still be a very successful year for them. 100%. But like they, they were still so down now, right? Yeah. At, at There'd be point. huge pressure on them next year. There's huge pressure on them next year already. But yeah. Uh, blue, blue baggers, uh, all the best to you this weekend. I hope you enjoy it. I just enjoy the game tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I would just like to say quickly, I think most good teams that win a flag have a year like this before they truly make an impact. I think if you look at like... Melbourne even like you had a year where you know you make a you you yeah you don't Melbourne. just make the finals and go all the way for the first time in 20 years I think you have a couple of cracks here's you? my hot take I think yeah the Carlton's run this year it's been talked about a lot but I don't think it's been talked about enough mm. in the year of the Bulldogs this weekend if the if the if the Blues win this this is, I remember the second week of the finals when the Bulldogs went in 2016 was when people started to sit up and go, hang on, what's this about? Mm. So if the Blues win this one, if the Blues win this one, it'll be on for young and old. Oh yeah, making a prelim in like the first year you've made finals in well, how many years? Like 15 years or something is like insane, really. Yes, yes. So all the best to them. Yeah. I'm tipping D's. Yeah. You tipping D's? Yeah, I'm tipping D's, 100%. Let's hit the other one. This is GWS Sydney versus the Port Adelaide Powers. Yeah. Well, firstly, let's talk about the most important thing in this game is GWS's sure. social media, which <laughs> is the best in the organisation. Yeah. Uh, the AFL organisation. Jacob Gaynor, shout out to um, our mate J- uh, Jacob Gaynor, who's just making great content. Did you see the video they made? Uh, which one? There's been a few going around. Is this the one to inflame the Adelaide supporters? Not inflame, is it to... In, to amp in, up, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, fire them up, yeah, get them involved, you know? To win them over. Yeah. Shall we play that? Sure. Hi, I'm Jack Git. This is going to be Jack Git. Hi, <laughs> I'm Cooper Hamilton. You may remember me from my debut at Adelaide Oval. 12 touches and a clanger. <laughs> the following message is intended for those who support the Adelaide Crows. See, the Giants and Coes have more in common than you might think. For one, we both hate South Melbourne. South Melbourne. Yeah. It's funny jokes. Yeah, very funny. Two, we love a lot of the same people. Jacobs takes a good mark. It, then he shows some Which footage of decision even more difficult. GWS players who played for Adelaide. Mm. Surely you're overfilled by now. <laughs> we both love to play Adelaide Oval. One of the great all-time wins for the Giants. Finally, and most importantly, we both want the Giants to win on Saturday night. So in saying that, and with your September schedule cleared, <laughs> we'd like you to join the Orange Tsunami for one week and one week only. Jump on board and deck yourself out with Orange as we prepare to tear the pair. So good. Yeah, very funny. Like the funny, like just the, the layers of funniness. A very Auntie Donna joke of like, it changes shots a lot. And at the start of every shot, the player sits up and changes position before talking. Yeah, a bit of visual, funny. bit of visually interesting. Yeah. And how do you convince a football player to do something funny? How do you do that? That's a challenge in itself. Well, I, think, I, I hear yeah. all the time whenever you get comedians or filmmakers to do something with AFL players. Yeah. Genuinely, most of them you walk up to them and they go, "Hey, we're thinking of doing this," and they go, "Nah." Yeah. Nah. So to have to convince him, he must have a good relationship. With totally, him. I think Jacob's a lovely guy. Probably has a great relationship with everyone. But I think the key is like, don't tell them to be funny. Just be like, okay, so lie down, sit up, and read this line. Yeah, and then we'll make it funny with the editing. Yeah, it's and clever. The clever, clever script stuff. and stuff. You know, Port Adelaide. Yeah, this was the talk yesterday. Mm. Was they've only sold thirty thousand tickets for this game? No way! There's really? twenty thousand tickets available still because sport fans are being like, "Oh no, we're rubbish." Yes, really. So they don't want to go in case they lose. That's outrageous. There's no way it will sell out, right? If there is a ticket free for this game, that's nah. Port Adelaide can't make any argument for anything ever again. You can't. You shouldn't be allowed to have any Guernseys, let alone this, the, the prison bars Guernseys. Yeah. I think losing to Brisbane in Brisbane against one of the 
informed teams of the year is like, especially at home, is totally fair. You shouldn't lose hope or be upset because of that, Port Adelaide fans. Imagine if we turn on the TV on Saturday. Yeah. And the start of the game is ne- they do their in excess where they do never tear us apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone's holding their scarves. Yeah. And it's, what's that, 40% empty? Yeah. That'll be really funny because <laughs> be- the song's about never being torn apart. We wear all together. <laughs> yeah. And then half the team, team's fan base not showing up. That's really that funny. That would be insane, wouldn't it? Show up, Port fans. And it's not like there's heaps of GWS fans who are like, I want tickets, but... No, it's a big it's a big trip for them. Well, they don't exist as well. Yeah. But apart from me, the... <laughs> It's it's going to be a good game. What are the ins and outs on this one? Right. So, um, Finn Layson's out for Dixon, which I thought was cool. Um, I don't know how long it's been since Dixon's played, but I feel like he hasn't been featured much. No, I, I'm... It's... As a regular AFL just watcher, mm. every time Charlie Dixon plays, they're saying stuff like, he's come back from injury today. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I feel like he's always playing... But he's also always just back from injury. I think he's had a long career now and he's played a lot of games, but he might have been able to play 100 more. You Do you know reckon what I mean? it's a knee thing? Do you reckon it's a calf? What's the thing that's holding him out? What's the regular? It's always knees or calves or shoulders. Yeah, I think he's just a big, big guy that loves battering around and he just gets hurt a bit. And likes bikes. Yeah, so Dylan Williams and um, Finn Lason are both omitted. But one of them will be a sub. Yeah, one of them will be a sub. I, I wouldn't be Finn Lason, right? You don't make a tall sub. You can. People you can. do. That's crazy. Depends on the game. If it's raining, you maybe do. You're like, well, we're not. We need to win more contested marks. And then a huge in for GWS, isn't it? Yeah, big cogs. Um, Nick Haynes is the sub, and O'Halloran is omitted. So Steve Corniglio. Yeah, Cornelio, um past captain of the club. Had a very good year. Um, I don't rate it. Um, bad year. That's a little throwback, guys. A little, little joke to when oh, yeah, you I said like, that I he said, had an average I said he was having the best year and you said, I don't think he's in their top 10. I said, and I jumped across the table and I killed him. Yeah, and now I think he's, you know, probably in the top 10. It's, who do you actually tip for this though? It's the fun, cool thing to do. It's very, it's very inner city. It's very trendy. It's very... We're wearing cool clothes. Mm. It's very TikTok to tip GWS. Yeah, but it's. I think the smart thing to do is to tip Port at home in a in a what is this a semi? Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna tip Port, but I genuinely don't think whoever loses will feel rubbed. Or I think it should be. It should. This could be the closest game of the year from outside looking in because. Port be. have been super strong at home. They've got an amazing team. They've been good all year. I don't know if they have an amazing team. I think they do. I think on paper they have an amazing team. They, like, got, they don't have a, a good Ruckman. Yeah, but teams have won flags without one. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like It's great to have... It's great to have... Um, like Gorney, right? Like It's amazing to have Gorn and you love having Gorn. Um, and that's a super strength. But if you don't have one, you can still win without one. Like Collingwood don't have a, a great Ruckman. Tell you something else. Yeah. I, I've been told Boak has been told to move on. Yeah, and he's he wants to go again, I think. Yeah. Which who is would, interesting. Who would take Travis Boak? Uh, Suns would, 100%. He's a superstar. I think he's played like 350 games or something, but he is so good for one or two years. Do you know who he'd actually be good at? Yeah. Do you know who he'd be, he'd be really good for? Mm-hmm. As a, like a, a gap filler for a year? Yeah. Adelaide Crows. Yeah, he would be. But um, because they need just a bit of guidance. Rory Sloan is uh, regularly injured. Yeah, Tex Walker's getting on. Yeah, that would be actually he would need to move. I find if you if those two teams could get above their bullshit, that would actually be a good. He could do an opposite Aaron Phillips and jump across. Hundred percent, and then he wouldn't have to to move or anything. And do you know what? Yeah, it would be great for Footy Grid. <laughs> yes, it would be. Um, but yeah, I think Scott Lysett is more than. A serviceable Ruckman. Like, yes, they don't have a superstar, but I think Lysette has been more than fine. So I do think their team's great on paper, but I think the thing about GWS is they've they've won so many times away from home. 11. Yeah, 11, 11 times. Away, you know, like they, they've been doing it away from home and stuff. So, and I think they're, they're coming off a win when GW, uh, when Port have been a bit, a bit off in form for the last eight weeks or so. So I think that it should be incredibly close game yeah and either team that loses should be like yep okay yeah fair enough like it's not outrageous you know what i mean wow 
Okay, I'm, I'm going to tip uh, to be cool. I'm going to tip Giants, but I don't feel good about it. I'd love to tip Giants, but my gut is just saying Port, so I'll well, tip Port. May the best team win it. Mm. Hit that sting. Cal Toomey from the AFL. Do you know Cal Toomey? Yeah. He's going to come on this in the off-season, I think. We're oh, going to okay. talk to Cal Toomey. He is the draft person for the AFL, and he has brought out the Phantom Form Guide. Mm-hmm. This is important because there's only six teams left playing in the finals. Yeah. That means there's 12 loser teams yes. with loser fan bases, one, right? One, one of my teams is... And this is those. actually, as most people know, the best part of the year is in the grand final. In no. fact, who cares who wins the grand final? <laughs> it's actually irrelevant. All the games from now on don't matter. Mm. What 12 team fan bases know is that the best part of the year happens the day after the grand final. When we start talking draft... This is what I'm talking... Get some rock music. This is what I'm talking about. The best young men in the, in the you know, in the AFL system coming through. They're exciting. Mm. It's going to be sick. Shall we work through his, through Cal Toomey's mock draft? Sure. So he has a number one, big surprise, Harley Reid. What do you know about Harley Reid? Harley Reid doesn't like West Coast, but he's going to end up at West Coast. Um... The way he's talked about, what do you think position he is? Uh, I think he's like a midfield half forward, right? Correct. Um, and like, yeah, touted as one of the best prospects of the last 20 years. How tall do you reckon do. he is? 189? Nah, smaller. Oh, wow. He's 185. He's not huge, man. I'm bigger. Yeah. 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 The, that's Harley Reid. So this is what he says about him. After finishing in the under-18 championships in top form, Reid was named a back-to-back All-Australian at the level. There's been a couple of fixture breaks since then, which allowed him to play a final game for his local club, Tongala, in the Murray League and then dominate the Essendon's VFL side, which I saw. Mm. Took a massive specky. He looked very comfortable. Completed strong in the midfield, won clearances, 24 disposals, big hanger. Um, everything the midfielder does is about impact and he'll stay at number one in the form guide. Yeah, of course. It, it's a thing. Like, we wish him the best. But he could, be, he could be just fine. Yeah, I think what it's unlikely that he's bad, right? What you're buying at number one is just like a 200-game player, probably. Yeah, And 100%. how good that player is is, like, to be seen. Yeah. But, you know, he could be good. I think if you take a key position at number one, you're risking taking a, someone who's going to be bad. But if you're taking a midfielder at number one, like, chances are they're going to be fine. Here's here's where there's a potential, I think, for it to be Vic Bias. Yeah. To be Melbourne-centric, right? Here's number two. Who do you think the the second best young player in the AFL? System? I have no idea. I haven't heard. I haven't heard of a single name outside of Harley Reid. Yes, you have. This guy, Jed Walter. Yeah, no. This is okay. So I'll tell you about this guy. Mm. He's the next great full forward, and there's been a lot of great full forwards. The next great full forwards come through who are no good. In fact, it's probably better for you if no one's talking about you. Hundred percent. Like who did, who went to Giants to pick number one last year? Yeah, uh, yes. Yes, because like... Cadman. Yeah, haven't seen Cadman yet, anyway, so... Let me tell you about this guy, though. Mm. 195 centimetres, so yep. nice nice height. Yeah. Key forward. He's been called scary, unique, dominant. There are many exciting elements of Walter's game, and Gold Coast is set to be the beneficiary. So what they say about this guy is he's yeah. a forward, but what's so exciting about him is he doesn't play like John Patton. He doesn't play like... Uh, Jonathan Brown. You know yeah. when it, when plays used to come through, it used to be like the next Jonathan Brown? Yeah. They don't care about that anymore. Kicked 11 goals from four games and hit packs, crashed into opponents, tackled, chased, hunted, and was a threat throughout the forward line. Walter's point of difference is his athleticism at ground level and defensive work for a player his size. He tackles like a smaller type, but he's 195. How good is that? Yeah, so is he one of the... Darwin or North Zone guys. Yeah, he played for Palm Beaches and the Allies and Gold Coast Academy. Yeah, so that's just so exciting. This is going to be a good guy to watch. Number three, Zane Dersma. Is this what's his name's brother? I don't know. Surely Dersma's not a common name, is it? I don't know many people with AFL names. Do you know what I mean? They all have the AFL people have AFL names. Yeah. So he might be a cousin <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a super month for Dersma that has really established his chances of being a top three draft pick after finishing the carnival with Vic Country by putting putting four goals. Another midfielder forward. He's taller than Harley Reid. Mm-hmm. 
and they reckon he's going, going to go number three. What is the draft order? Well, I'm confused because of all this Gold Coast stuff, right? Yeah. And is North getting a, a, a second pick or no? That's what we don't know. There could be... This is this guy, though, is probably going to North Melbourne, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got the second pick. And they're going to probably make a play for Harley... Your boy? What's his name? Jed Walters. Jed, Jed, Wal- Jed Walter. Was that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jed Walter. But... Um, then Gold Coast will come in and bid. That's right. Yeah. Um, so that North North will get this guy. Yeah. This is the North guy. He looks good. He looks like a North Melbourne player, if I'm being honest. Yeah, great. He looks he looks very a bit skinny. Yeah. He could be very good. Grass. Number four, and so this is sitting around the uh, you know Hawthorne area probably. Yep. That is Colby McKercher. Yep. Colby McKercher. That's a pretty cool name. Small midfielder. Okay, yeah, yeah. What do you do after you've averaged 33 disposals across the National Carnival with the Allies? Blitzed every game. You keep going. That's what McKercher did after the championships, going back to play with Tasmania against Oakley and putting on one of the games of the season. 41 disposals, two goals, three. So this is a guy they will... This guy will most likely be locked into the midfield with Will Day Mm -hmm. and my guy, John Newcomb. Yep. Another... Can you imagine... That's like a, um, that's an elite, you know, generational midfield, isn't it? If yeah. you have another A-grade midfielder for all And they're sort of deep as well. There's a, uh, another bunch of mids flying around there. But I think that sounds like a Sam Mitchell type, which will be yeah. nice. Number five, which is starting to be around the Melbourne's position because of Fremantle. Yeah. Nick Watson. I do not think we will take this guy, but this is, he's 170 centimeters. That is really, really, really small. Yeah. He's a forward, so another small forward. The Wizard returned to the school carnival with Caulfield Grammar. Oh, a private school, surprising. Yeah. And it, where he was the leading goal kicker in the championships with 14 from four games. Electric small forward. That's hard for Melbourne because I don't know if we'll want another small forward. Well, yeah, it's really the big tolls that you're a bit short on, right? Like smaller guys, like, would you call the Fritch a small forward? No, he'd be a middle-sized forward. They yeah. call him like a, a utility. But yeah, with Fritch and Cozzy in there, you don't really want another small flashy... No. Player, do you? No. So that's an interesting one. Yep. The next best player, Daniel Curtin from WA. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. After a run of strong performances at Colts level with Claremont. I, Cal, I don't care about how he played. You just got to tell me what he's like. He showed his capacity all over the ground during the championships. He's a defender forward, so another lead out player. Yep. Capacity all over the ground, including going head to head against Jed Walter, but will stay settled in the back line for the rest of the season there. 195, so another key forward. Yeah, grass. I've heard that the West Coast people definitely de- desperately want him, so they might fall back in the draft to give up Harley Reid and be able to get this guy plus another, another. Uh, that's the talk. Another. Well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? And it, it could be. It's more likely to be a Melbourne team than North, right? That's yes. the talk. Yeah. Then the next guy, Riley Sanders, one eighty-eight from Tassie, midfielder. Looks like a good midfielder. You know what you're getting with Sanders? Turns up every week. These are the ones you want to get, right? Yeah, no, these are the ones that excite me. Just a guy who's like, hey, let's play football. Exactly, yeah. And it's not like it's super talent. He won the Lark medal. This is the, yeah, Clayton Oliver is about here. 35 disposals and five clearances and a goal in in a special game. Mm. He's a bit of a Lockie Neal, Davies Uniaki, Horn Francis kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is is what you want. He's a, what is it? Where is he? He's a... um, Who's the one standing out to you now that really excites you? I mean, certainly not the key position players, although they'll be the, the fun one. I'd like to see how um, that short guy goes. But definitely, yeah, obviously pick number two. Nate Caddy, another Melbourne guy, 182 centimetres, another key forward midfielder. Why are there so many key forward midfielders? Do you know why, Braden, genuinely? Why? Because the, the midfielder has become undervalued. So we always look at a player like Clayton Oliver now. Yeah. And the first knock on him is he doesn't kick Rain. enough goals. All you right. know? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that the, the, the modern yeah, midfielder they try, needs it's a good to sell kick goals. For them. Yeah, they need to kick goals. The ninth best player they reckon is a guy called Ethan Reed, 200 yeah. centimetre ruckman from Gold Coast. And I think you're going to get him. So All right, so he's another Ruckman. Well. Yeah, 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 right. But people don't value Ruckman anymore. There was a period there where Ruckman were going first in the draft because they're so valuable when they're good. Yeah. Now people are too afraid of them. Because of what we spoke about earlier in the pod, I think that like, yeah, the teams like Geelong and stuff have shown that you don't need a superstar Ruckman and you can still win. So you're going to get a Ruckman and then the guy at number 10, 
Another Murray Bush Ranger, Connor Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Connor Sullivan. This guy, key defender forward, 198 centimetres. He's massive. Yeah, that's huge. He sounds good. I'll take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's the one jumping out to you? Who's the most exciting there? I mean, obviously, yeah, Jed Walter yes. is, is the one that we want to get excited about. Because pick one is will be super fun to watch, no doubt. But it sounds like Jed could be anything. All I'm saying is North Melbourne, West Coast, Hawthorne, GWS, Geelong, and Essendon, and Adelaide, and Bulldogs. You're going to get good players. Yeah, yeah, you'd hope. I'm Unless something goes drastically wrong, you're going to get a superstar. You're going to get some sort of key forward midfielder. Yeah. Hit that sting. Just do a quick check-in on the AFLW ladle. Still very early on. Still hard to gauge who's good. But yeah. one thing we do know, West Coast is shit in both. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Gold Coast absolutely destroyed them? Yeah. <laughs> West Coast have lost two games and their percentage is 35%. Oh, my God. Port Adelaide, right? With Aaron Phillips, the best AFLW player, the the, the best, you know, for a long time. Yeah, totally. They suck. Yep. Uh, but then up the top... Up the top. North Melbourne and Melbourne. Yeah. North Melbourne, the antithesis of the men's. Yep. Melbourne doing very well. Adelaide Crows looking surprisingly good because their team got pilfered. Essendon are like an expansion team who are starting to look really good. Very exciting. Yeah. Essendon fans, watch your AFLW team. They're actually good. Same goes for <laughs> Geelong. They've figured it out. What's going to eventually happen here because yeah. of that goddamn peninsula where Geelong is, right? Yeah. They, it's just a football factory. Yeah. And much like it is in the men's team, Geelong's women's team is going to just very gradually become a powerhouse. Yeah, totally. You're starting to see a rise of the new teams. Mm. Gold Coast, sixth. Yeah, so we're inflated by the fact we, we played West Coast, but I'm still very excited. Well, who knows? West Coast might be might be good. Um, can I say something funny about that ladder that you pulled up? Yeah. I've never seen a ladder like that in my life. What? Look at those percentages, Braden. North Melbourne has a percentage of 554%. <laughs> <laughs> because of the disparity. Melbourne has a 324%. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and the Adelaide Crows is not as impressive at 247%. Yeah. If you had a percentage like that in the men's, like people would be falling over. 554%. <laughs> And obviously it's early, so obviously North has smashed two teams, so that's what happens. But still, if North could try and finish with a percentage over 130 or something, that yeah. would be insanity. They'll get, yeah, or over 200 would be record-breaking. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't would it? be. Yeah, good stuff. We'll check in with that in a few weeks, but yes, yeah, looking, it's starting to take shape. Do you know the, there is a, I want to talk about, I had an idea, I had an mm. epiphany, I woke up with an epiphany. Yeah. I saw a video and I woke and I was like, and, I, and it came to me the next day. Are you aware of the graphic novel, The Watchman? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Watchman or The Watchman? I think it's The Watchman. Great. Doesn't matter. There is a character in it called Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a it. big blue naked man with yeah, his yeah, dick yeah. out. Yeah. And he's all knowing and all seeing. Yes. He sees through time. He sees all that has happened and all that will happen. Yes. And um, he's rooting some person in it. Yeah. And uh, the plot is essentially... That he sees and knows all, and mm. he's trying he, to stop all of the wars in the 20th century. He create he performs an act of mass horror, yeah, that kills lots of people, yeah. And everyone's like, "Why has he done this?" And he goes to live on Mars. Mm. Why has he done this? Why has Doctor Manhattan done this? Yeah. And it's the reason is it's because to unite he does he kills a bunch of people to unite the world. Yeah. Because he's like, the world is fighting. Everyone hates one another. Mm. We're going to kill each other. We're going to obliterate humanity. And he knows the only way that we can unite the rest of the world and make, you know, Russia and America and, you know, all of that come to peace Mm. is to perform, is to give them something else to hate. To give them a third party that they can all unite against, unite against yeah. and say, we are against this. Yeah, totally. And he creates world peace yeah. by making a third thing. Yeah. I think I've found the video. Yeah. Because the world is, there's wars everywhere. There's hatred. There's yeah. toxicity everywhere. Yes, there is. I think I've found the video that could unite, unite the world all. and okay. create world peace. Yeah. This is, a, uh, this is, this is it. Ladies and gentlemen, justice has been done. <laughs> <laughs> we are the for the power. Yeah. 
It's this footage of uh, Channel 9 personality Eddie Maguire, uh, pink-cheeked off his face, yeah. holding a Sauvignon Blanc in yeah. a fine dining restaurant. Yeah. I think this video could create world peace. Yeah. In the same way that in Watchmen, killing a million people. Mm. This, If you showed this video to enough people around the world, they would all have the exact same opinion on it. Yeah. And it could create world peace. Yeah. This this man, mm. when they see this video of yeah. this pink-cheeked, sweaty man in a fine dining restaurant yeah. with a Sauvignon Blanc in his hand, could create world peace. Yeah. He's like a heightened character of everything that's wrong. Well, I, I don't. Upper class. I have no opinion on this video. Your opinions. Are I have opinion. very strong opinions on this. video. My opinion is that this is our one chance <laughs> to unite the world. This could Russia and Ukraine could see this yeah. and go and have the same opinion of that. Yeah, totally. Pink, that yeah. pink face. Okay, let's combine and let, let's that, go after him. Well, no, no. They just well, we agree that on this video, <laughs> yeah. this pink faced Sauvignon Blanc sculling man. Yeah. Making a speech at a fine dining restaurant. Yeah. This could be our future. We could all go, okay, well, let's stop worrying about the, let's fix the environment. Yep. Let's organize this. Let's organize that. My call to action is to share this to everyone so that we can grow as a humanity together. <laughs> this could be the way to world peace. Hit it could that, be. Hit that sting. Give us that mailbag. Hey, hey, this is just like, this is not a like a deep, thoughtful mailbag. This is just a people checking stuff out, yeah? So we yeah. just rapid fire through them. What's your favorite UK accent? My favorite UK accent? Do you know, like, actually what I like to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Irish. Oh, okay. The Irish accent is the best accent in the world. Do a bit for us, bro. I can't, oh, I can't really do, I can't really do an Irish accent. A little bit like that. Oh, yeah, that's great. Depends oh, you're like on where you're going. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy, yeah. I got to drop an atom bomb. Yeah. Got to drop um, an atom bomb. But I, my in is Heath Ledger and Ned Kelly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but I it, like Welsh. Can you do Welsh? Yes, I can do Welsh accent. How are you? Yeah, I like yes, that one. The, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Um, that's a good one. Did you watch episode one of Rexon? Is it out? Yeah. The new season's out? Well, just the first episode. Oh, that's awesome. It's very funny. Um, it's a very good, funny opening. Yeah, because their seasons go for 400 episodes. So sometimes, do you, everyone knows who's watched the first season of Wrexham is like, you're going on and you're like, wow, what are they going to do with that stadium? What's <laughs> yeah, the yeah. development going to be like? How are they going to cash flow? How are they going to re-turf? Yeah. How are they going to get sponsored? And then one episode, they just do sketches. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck this off. <laughs> yeah, totally. Don't do sketches. That's TV, huh? Um, I tried Tom's Subway order and it was disappointing. I'm going to have a fit. Listen, you didn't. There's no way <laughs> you could possibly try good, the Tom. correct order. If you haven't been with us, didn't enjoy it. my partner called and said, what do you want from Subway? And I said, Tom ordered, a, what was it? A chicken classic? Yeah. With, with bacon, bacon. Double, uh, double old English. It's the Tom. If you walk into any Subway in the world and say, give me the Tom. They know. I reckon this person didn't get the correct salads just as you didn't. That's my opinion. I think you didn't get the correct salads. Fuckhead. <laughs> hey, Broden, yes. what has the season 2023 taught you about footy and also about yourselves? <laughs> well, firstly, I know nothing about football. What I, know is what I said the other day <laughs> yeah. is um, when you, I've had to wait, when you just enjoy football a little bit yeah. and you turn it on, you might hear, oh, that's an interesting choice by the AFL or why did they do that? Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. you have to engage weekly with what they're doing, you realise that it's an inept, corrupt organisation. <laughs> and then people go, no, they're not corrupt because I agree with them this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next week you're like, they're the most corrupt thing. They, they, they well, I can't even imagine what's going on in that building. Yeah. They, the, the choices they make weekly. <laughs> the choices they make weekly. Yeah. Next That's question. what I've learned. And I've learned that, yeah, I know nothing. Um, well, this is a fun question. I have an answer for this. Maybe I'll give you some time. Oh, to can think. I add another one to yeah, that? Please, yeah, I've a newfound respect is I often disagree with a lot of media, what a lot of the idiot media people say, yeah. but they must 
have the saddest lives. That's what I've learned as well, <laughs> is to know all the information you have to know. Yeah. Because they wouldn't love it anymore. This is people whose career so, yeah. and income is dependent on it. Yeah. yeah Kane yeah. Corns' life depends on fucking talking about all the players from all the teams. Yeah. It would be so hard and you're constantly needing to look for a hot take or the right thing to say and you know you can never misstep and say the wrong thing about the wrong player yeah. or else you're in big trouble. It would be horrifying. And the de- like Jared Whateley, the detail he knows about tribunals and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. surely he can't... En- maybe he does enjoy that. Maybe that's his kink. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it must be mind-numbing. Yeah, I think so. What is the best crowd you've ever been a part of? Doesn't have to be AFL, but probably should be hate. So I have an answer for this. Well, yeah, I give you best some time crowd you've ever been a part of. Yeah, so I went to one of the... Max took me to a prelim, a, a Richmond prelim. I think the first year they won the flag. And that was... I'll never forget that. that was Which like, one was that? So I don't remember enough about it. But I just Who remember... Played? I don't remember. <laughs> but I remember just being with in the Richmond section, right? Because I think... Max was a Richmond member and he just brought me along or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, I had never been to the footy, one, for like a sellout 100,000 person yeah. game. It's impressive. And two, I'd never been to any game that was that biased. Yeah. It was 100,000 Richmond supporters and it was insanity. Here's my hot take on that. Yeah. The the best, the most powerful club as far as fan base and crowd goes. Yeah. Shits on every other club. Yeah. West Coast. Yeah. They shit on every other big club. Yeah. They you if you are if you are second to them you are eighth to them yeah they they the what they put on at a sold out West Coast at a sold out Perth Stadium is ridiculous that Mind the blowing. day I was there for that I was like, this is I've been to many Carlton Collingwood Richmond yeah, 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 games yeah, yeah. sold out uh, many times yeah and that was like I'm like I always thought the MCG was where you could really get the the like it's the West Coast is something different. That was incredible. Something different, hey? Yep. Okay. Can you help a f- launch a fundraiser for my boy Hutchie to save SEN? Hutchie? So, so, oh, yeah. So Hutchie's lost- Craig Hutchison. Night. So he's- I think this is a story. I could be wrong. The Economist um, can tell us where I'm wrong. But I think Hutchie lost 9 million bucks, right? Which is not crazy, right? Because yeah. businesses run at a loss all the time. But because of that, Commonwealth Bank can be like- you owe us $28 million, pay it back right now because they're in a loss or whatever. Mm. And if they did that, that would F the whole yeah, they the go. whole thing. But yeah. that's like, how who, sh- who did that article? Yeah, that's what I just thought it's a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, because uh, that sounds to me like, because a, a lot of the time, Herald Sun hate SEN and, yeah, and they, and they yeah, often yeah. go after them. Yeah. So I'm curious, it's like, is that just an article of saying, Commonwealth Bank are within rights to do this. Yes, I think so. Right, which is the, uh, which is there's there would be debts that the Murdoch Empire has. Yeah, there, I mean, yeah, Coles often has like four hundred million dollar debts and stuff yeah. like that because it's just you know cash flow is a thing that you have to balance as a it, business. It would be really frustrating because I yeah obviously in business a lot of the time it's about acquiring assets and then accruing debt and yeah. then trying to maximize you know so. And they've just bought a netball club. And well, exactly. And they've got the Perth Wildcats. That's why it would be disastrous if Hessian went under. But I think, yeah, we could rate, we could sell some badges for Hutchie maybe. We could be where all of the um, Aquamax hot water power ads and <laughs> um, safety steel time to get real ads could come. Yeah. I mean, it, sometimes I do wonder about how that place makes money. But then I remember that it's 85% racing. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, it would definitely be propped up. And then I go like, I get on the SEN app yeah. know, over here and I go, I'll listen to some radio because I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. I'll listen to some SEN. And it says, hey, first month free, just sign up and then you get your first month free. I'm like, for SEN? You want me to pay for SEN? Yeah. And then I go, why are they doing that? And then I realize there's probably people over here who want to bet. Right. And, and they want to listen to it. That's something that really effed me up yesterday. Can I tell you a quick story? Yes. I wanted to watch Luther on the TV, but we've only got live TV in here. And I saw it was on BBC and I was like, oh, I'll just sign up to their iView, right? Yeah. So I signed up to the BBC iPlayer, it's called. The streaming set. I was like, it's going to be free. I can watch Luther. Happy days. It's expensive. I want to know about murders around here. Yeah. 180 pounds to get a TV license to watch a free service. I don't understand that. Do you understand this TV license? Rubbish? Oh yeah, you got to pay for TV. That's a whole thing. Like yeah. but they, the the way that we pay for the ABC, right? Yeah, but we don't pay directly. But it's, right? yeah, yeah, it's done yeah. through tax, right? Yeah. But there's a it's a very clear 
payment that you make. Right, so you but can opt out. You have to pay it. So if you're an, uh, a UK citizen, you have to pay for a TV license. Correct. Even if you don't have a TV in your house or anything. Maybe not. But I believe that I believe that it's just a way that they've they put the tax separately. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, but it's the same shit. It's the same shit. But I'm just upset that but I can't just, just ask one of the British over. people to log into this. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Ask James, our tour manager. Yeah, that's a good idea, bro. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. You know how many people offered to give us their watch AFL? Oh, that's that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> we were, Last week, we were like, it's too expensive to watch AFL overseas. They yeah. need to make it more affordable. And then we got 9 billion messages from people saying, hey, I live in Singapore. Yeah. I've been stealing AFL for years. <laughs> hey, I live in Germany. I've got a racket going. Yeah. No one overseas pays for no. AFL. And why? Would you? At at best, some people pay for like a digital membership to their team or whatever, and then they can watch it. You know what someone said to me? Cameron, Cameron yeah. Nash. Yeah. He said to me that if you turn roaming on, yeah, like Telstra roaming, yeah, you can watch KO. Because it, it's still bouncing to Telstra or I something. I think that's wrong. That can't be right, But sure. someone else said that they were watching KO in New York and it worked. So. Yeah, as long as you get a good VPN, you're fine. Right, okay. The VPN is the way of the future, folks. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, couple more, Braden? Yeah, give me a few more. This will see us out, I think. I think it's been a good yarn before a great weekend of footy. 100%. There's a lot of rubbish here. We'll just we'll just check in on this. Um, likelihood of a Brisbane versus GWS grand final at this point? Impossible. Impossible? I think so too, but in fact, I, would I, love I, it. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I think that would be my second to a Melbourne. Because yeah, that would be the first that would be the first um, non-Victorian final in what 400 years or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be great. I think that'd be fun as well. What a, a couple of teams. All right, so this one, this person's asked a question, but I just thought it would be fun to talk about with you. Yes. Talk a bit of biz on, on the pod. Is there a way to watch the podcast or is it only recorded for shorts and socials? So only at recorded the moment, for shorts and socials. Yeah, but I'm interested. Like who would genuinely want to watch this? Because I wouldn't. People do. Like, yeah. we, what we could do is just take this content here. Yeah. And if you just put that up on YouTube... There are some people who watch it. Do you know the grade cricketer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do that. I mean, it's just another avenue. It is. And it's so a very good argument. We could gradually build that subscriber base over a while and then start making ad revenue off. Do you know, but to make proper money off YouTube ad revenue, do you know how many subs you actually oh, need? Oh, you'd need so many, 100%. We're not even close to breaking the needs to be a partner. No, there's actually a number, though, when you start getting a higher ad revenue share. Oh, right, okay. So at 100,000 subs. Yeah, you get more. There's not 100,000 football fans <laughs> no but I would be just interested like is that uh, obviously this one person's written in but I'd be interested in if that's something that other people are like desperate I mean, for if it's easy enough to do it, it's easy enough for us to do it's easy enough for us to do we would just hate to lose a bunch of listeners and not gain that many you know what yeah, I mean so you'd have like, to you'd have to commit to still just playing it without listening on Spotify yeah you all of you would still have to make sure you download on Spotify but before then you watch if, on once YouTube. you as you build you can start to diversify and you can just say well we had this many on Spotify yeah. this many on Apple and then we had and we and then you just add the YouTube number yeah. you know, but it's just it. interesting as well and last thing I'll say on this is just like with the Auntie Donna podcast I can 100% imagine why you'd want to watch that because right? yeah. you guys are all fabulous character actors. You're doing stuff with your face, <laughs> all that sort of stuff, you know. But why would you want to watch this? You know what I mean? Like People do. It's because they're like, look, this is just AFL 360, <laughs> but with true. different people, That's really. True. AFL 360 could be a podcast. Why sure. would you watch 360? <laughs> yes. Why would you watch On the Couch? Why would you watch Footy Classified? You, you, you're only watching it for the, the cutaways to a bit of footage a bit of footage which we wouldn't do if we were going to put this on youtube but people like to, people like to see who's talking while they're talking yeah no that makes sense and that does it like you know maybe you play tetris maybe you put a video game on yeah that's what i do when i listen to stuff yeah yeah I, for me i'd rather see you do character bits with your face bro <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> rank the finals team from one to six for who you most want to win the flag to least okay okay yeah fun. great yeah. um at five, I have um, uh, five. I have Carlton for me. Not for me. Five. I have Port. Okay. Yeah. Great. Four. I have Brisbane. I have Port at four. I think. Three. I have. <laughs> three. I have. Who's left? Yeah, Carlton. Well, three. Carl I have Carlton, yeah, and I have Brisbane. Two, I have Melbourne. <laughs> Two, I have Melbourne as well, yeah. <laughs> and one, I have, I have GWS. GWS. yes. They're my number one. And who was six? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, next question. Oh, yeah, so this is a funny one. I just, I screenshot this, but it's like, someone said a card game in London. But here's the thing, guys. We can't do card game till next year now. Yeah, we tried to go in all the 7-Elevens, and they're all gone. They're all gone. So no card game until, yeah, they release next year, in which uh, at that point we'll be... Very oh, quickly I'm, on it. I will beat the shit out of any kid who's in front of me to go and get those cards. <laughs> yeah. I will just smack them in the ear. We should buy a year's worth. We'll buy like 800 packets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you ever smack a kid? No. Um, the one thing I often say about why I've fallen in love with being a dad and why I love my son so much is it's a, a pureness of innocence. There's no way that my son yeah, yeah, yeah. could ever do anything wrong but in my eyes. you're at 7-Eleven and some kid's <laughs> buying all the cards. I still feel like that child. Fair, fair, okay, is it's fair. Of, of pure innocence, and I'm I could just hit asking them. the question. Look, if a kid on a skateboard came up to me and was like, "Eh, you can't," and tried to stab me with a knife, yeah, I'd fucking knock the cunt out. <laughs> and on that note, we hope you enjoy the football <laughs> this week. Go pills. That's what we care about is pills. Yeah, and bouncing them. Have a great weekend.